Welcome to Emergency Contact. MG Washington, how are we feeling today? Feeling good. I'm coming to you live from my yoga mat. I have um, elevated out of the playroom, which is why it's probably more echoey in here. I'm actually on the floor, which I'm sure is terrible for audio. Um, but I Your blonde even hair is so good, though. Thank you. I couldn't even like get up off the floor this morning after my workout. You know me. Always working out. Fitness, fitness journey. <laughs> fitness journey. Fitness um, journey. So uh, here I am. From the live from the yoga mat. How are you? Well, I'm okay. I I have a little bit of a cold. I feel like it's oh, a cold. Oh God. Well, we know and, it's not COVID. Thank God. Well, it's not COVID because I'm vaccinated. But what is so crazy, and as yes. you saw on my Instagram, I was in Miami this weekend and I was at Did a nightclub. Did I ever? Oh, I know. I, would, I know. I got calls based on your post being like, where is Simon? Has he gone to Mars? I'm like, no, worse, Florida. Florida. No. And in the state of Florida, they're living their life. They're now, like, I'll what, say this, COVID? what COVID? I was at a nightclub with a confetti cannon and a, a lasso. Is that, am I saying that right? A lasso? Like a lasso? No, no, no. no. His, it's a DJ name. It's his oh. name is a lasso. <laughs> oh my God. Like <laughs> for the grandmother in the back. <laughs> no, I thought it was a lasso. It's Florida. Like, forgive me. Oh my God. I love you. I'm okay. dead. <laughs> So we got there at like 1.30 in the morning, which is already nine hours past my bedtime. And they had a confetti cannon and people were on each other's shoulders, like <laughs> raving out to <laughs> Alesso. Oh my God. No, I would wake up to your post and be like, wait a minute, this was two minutes ago and it's 6 a.m. my time. Like, is this real? Like, how is he awake? No, I was I was like loving it and also scared because when you sit at your thing, you can take your mask off. I mean, not that anyone had a mask on, but like, oh my god, the masks are purely performative at that point. Like, totally. Oh my god. Okay. Okay. It was crazy. Oh my god. So we really had a lot of fun. I mean, I can't believe Florida, but I'm also thank God for Florida at the same time. I thought I would have backlash. Like, I thought people would say you know, the normal thing, which is, I, I understood that the haterade was going to come my way. Not, right. not the case. People were thrilled. Where really? are you? I want to be there with you. <laughs> Tell me about Alesso. What's the confetti cannon there? all about? Yeah. Right, they were, right. people are ready. I think we've gone through a year and a half. People are ready. Like we want to go back. I know. I know. Even if, with, if there's a confetti cannon, we'll take it. We'll take it. Yeah. That's with a lasso. Something. Yeah. That, right. That's saying something like it was, it feels like it was such a throwback night for you. It could have been like 2006 or whatever. Yeah. Right. Like it, it was, was so funny. It was so funny. And I spent actually the whole weekend with Steph Shep, who of course is on emergency contact today with Jen Atkin, right. which I'm so excited about this interview. I mean, there's always like, we love our interviews, but Steph is like a real life ride or die, yes. very close friend of mine. Right. And someone who I've just had this incredible connection with since we met. Like, I right. feel like we're on the same page. Like we're going through the same struggle, if you know what I mean. Sure, 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 sure. Right, right. And Jen is this like, just one of the most impressive people I've ever met. Like mm -hmm. she is the entrepreneur of the entrepreneur. She is no had kidding. Totally like self-made. We self love us. We love someone who's self-made. Totally self-made. We, we love a self-made person. And she's also because sometimes you get self-made people who are like not supportive. They're supportive, but they're not like encouraging and inspiring. Right. Like they just kind of in their little bubble. Right. Jen lifts everyone up around her. She's mm -hmm. the most like if you have a question. She will get back to you. She will send you referrals. She'll introduce you to people. Like she's a connector of people and really right. inspires everyone around her to, to like do better. I, I I love Jen. I think I'm I'm so impressed with this billion dollar business she created with Way. 
No, me too. It's so cool. I also love the name. I mean, not that I, I not that that matters to anyone, but I love the name Way for the product. I think it's so like the whole the whole brand is so fun. Like the art, the marketing, and the advertising is always so clever. She's like pushing yeah. into the pet space now, or oh. maybe has for a while, which Genius. I think is so cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she just had a baby, right? She just had a baby, which I don't, did she drop that news on? Uh, yes, BC? on Instagram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, but I'm saying on our podcast, oh, she did not. no, sorry. No, 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 no. no. Okay. no at okay. at well, the time Jen, of the podcast, they didn't, right, they didn't yet have the baby, but um, they have it now. And his name is River, which is so cute. And they're just like living their little quarantine dream situation. And, and you and Jen share some mutual friends as well. Yes, I've had occasion to meet Jen like a handful of times. Um, and it's funny because she, when I, you know, when I initially met her, she didn't have kids and I was sort of, I would look at her and think like, wow, that's so interesting. Cause she took a totally different path than I did, which is, you know, she took this professional entrepreneurial path, got that sorted and is, is now having children. Obviously I had children, you know, seven years ago. And it's just sort of interesting to see how her journey has kind of manifested because it's. As a woman, it's really hard to figure out how to make it work. And she's someone who obviously has figured out her sequencing and has been able to do both, which is super, super rare and impressive. So they were a great interview. They were so fun. They're obviously best friends, right? They are best friends. They speak a hundred times a day and they can finish each other's sentences. Right. And Steph also, I'm so proud of her because when I met Steph, she was obviously working with Kim and then kind of became chief of all things Kim. And has gone on and now built Future Earth, which is this incredible climate club. Right. Um, and has become this, I mean, she hates when I say this about her, but she's a climate activist. I mean, she has encouraged everyone in her community to be more climate sensitive and to be yep. more sustainable. I mean, I now I'm like, oh no, I cannot drink that bottle of plastic water. <laughs> Goodbye. Right. <laughs> um, and she, like a month ago or two months ago, she was like on the line with Joe Biden. I'm like, what's going on here, Steph? She's like, oh, no big deal. A Tuesday. Right, right. So it's just super, she's just super impressive and I'm so proud I agree. Of her. And she took, she she sort of took her platform, right? And decided to do something that's so important. And and it's, I don't think it's always an easy sell with, you know what I mean? The, the which it should be, believe me, it should be. But I think that she's um, bringing kind of like coolness to the, to the effort, which is so a important. A hundred percent. This is America. If it's not cool, like we're not interested. Hello. No, like literally, bye. Right. <laughs> I saw she sent Scotty like a Prada water bottle, like a reusable water bottle for his birthday or something. I thought that was so cute. Oh, she's the best gift giver too. She's yeah, so, so thoughtful. And they, did they know each, I'm trying to remember if they knew each other well in their quiz or they were definitely like good Judy's, right? They were great Judy's. They, I felt like Steph is super prepared. She's like a prepared person. And I, <laughs> okay. Jen, I think Jen is like prepared adjacent, like similar to you. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Like we will find a way to survive. Yes. It might not, a lot of ways to skin a cat. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. We, Prepared <laughs> from afar. <laughs> right, right, right. No, it was, it was a really, really, really fun interview. And it was also fun to see you, your dynamic with Steph, because I haven't seen that in person before. So it was just, it was a lot of fun. I think you guys will like it. Well, get ready for the wedding. Um, <laughs> okay. Well, without further ado, like Jen and Steph Shep, here we go. Welcome to Emergency Contact, Jen and Steph. We're so excited to have you on today. I just, I can't believe that this is happening. And I get to see (laughs) Steph, who I adore. Melissa and I were talking before we started this, like before we hopped on, like how did I meet Steph and how did I meet Jen? I definitely met Jen 
first. Jen, do you remember the first time that we met? I weirdly have a picture of me with Food God and you, it was when you guys were doing the show, I got to find it, but I remember I was going to send it to you because I was like, holy shit. So, <laughs> so it's actually, pre, it's pre that, it's pre the show. It is the Peninsula Hotel. I was Jonathan's intern nice. assistant. And you had reached out to Jonathan about PR services for Diana Jenkins, who had renovated the Peninsula Suite and was living in it. And I was like, who is this rich woman? And who is this glamorous hairstylist who seems to know everyone? <laughs> Not glamorous hairstyle at all, but that's crazy. So that was probably 2008. 2008. Yeah, that's crazy. Wait, and Steph, when, I mean, I know we met through Kim, but I don't remember the moment I that don't Kim- don't either. Really? I don't, I don't know. And for those of you out there who are living, our fans, our followers, those of you <laughs> who are living under a rock, Steph started as Kim's assistant and then became chief operating officer of really Kim as a person and then Kim as a brand and all of her various entities. And then how did Steph, and I guess maybe through Kim as well, yeah. like how did you guys meet? Yeah, we definitely met through Kim. Um, yeah, we were on like a few road trips together. I feel like we have some pictures of us in the Hamptons yeah. and pictures of us in like Dubai and Paris back in the day. Like, it's funny. I found pictures of like a cool party and Kim's like with like the cool people. And then Steph and I are in the background, like <laughs> cheering each other. <laughs> but was there a moment when you met like Steph, when you met Jen, were you like, okay, this is a girl that I vibe with? Or initially, were you like, I don't know? No, she has a big personality, so she's really easy to get along with. But I think given the way that, you know, my position in the group and like that dynamic, I always really took note of the people who like treated me like a normal human and like were kind to me and acknowledged my existence. Um, And, you know... Obviously, you two are two of the people from that world who, you know, treated me like a human being, you right. know, not how, how, how nice, how nice, you know what I mean? All I know is makeup Mario isn't her emergency contact. True. <laughs> <laughs> Dead. No, but it's true. And like, just to expand on that, like when Steph, you say treated like a human, oftentimes, I mean, especially with the most famous person on the planet, there are a lot of people orbiting around them that spend all of their time kind of pandering to what that celebrity wants. And there's like obvious some collateral damage to that, which are relationships that kind of surround that person Mm. um, and people kind of competing for that person's attention. So I, I totally get it. I mean, I feel like when I met you, we immediately became so close. Even there were moments where I was like, Kim was like, where are you? Why are you with Steph? Like, where are you? Are you on this trip for me or Steph? And I'm like, really? (laughs) It's hard to tell. Well, and it was just so nice to be able to have someone that like I could talk to and we could kind of like, you know, while we're watching the circus and like the whole thing, we can kind of have real moments and like have like a real person, personable conversation. Like, oh my gosh, like, where are we right now? This is crazy, you know? Right. Like we are in someone's like castle right now. We are on someone, exactly. some crazy plane. We are now on a camel. Exactly. <laughs> you guys, those, those, those conversations are called, we're so poor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's how we really related. We were like, oh, okay. 
But Steph, I want to double click on Mm. this girl who was a dancer living in Ontario, Ohio. Oh my God, connection. We're from Ontario, Canada. Yeah. Wild. I didn't even know there was an Ontario in the States, but thank you for that. There is, Ohio. (laughs) So how did you end up, how did the 18-year-old Steph find her way to LA and then find herself working for Kim Kardashian West? Well, I I wanted to be a dancer. I wanted to go on tour with Britney Spears. I wanted to be a pussycat doll. Like that was my like 18 year old aspirations, um, leaving Ohio. And so I moved to LA to pursue a dance career. And, um, you know, just by way of me trying to meet people and, and get in where I fit in with, you know, the dance world, I linked up with Robin Anton through our, we have the same dance agent and started working with her and Mikey and Robin, as you know, was was really good friends with Kim for a while. Um, and she knew that Kim needed help and Kim was looking for someone. Her two assistants had just, I don't know, they went on to do other things and she was pregnant and she really needed someone. And so I, you know, took the, took the interview and we just like, hit the ground running. Yeah. Like, can yeah. we get to the, can we get to the Erica Jane part? <laughs> oh my god what's the let's talk about the erica i did i worked for erica girardi for um maybe two years before i worked for kim news to me news fresh oh information my god. i told you that no wait was really? she erica jane she was like tra- like as erica jane yeah no she's okay. been erica jane since i've met her Got we it. toured the entire world like we went to dubai and bahrain and like we've toured i've done every you know pride in stateside like I have been everywhere <laughs> like it's crazy that is a dream job I, and nope. I was incredible I was like 21 22 and just getting to like work the gay club circuit it was like the best time of my life I have heard because I'm a housewives devotee I have heard that Erica Jane is notorious or is like well known for treating her people like really really well it's, She's like such a class well act in that respect. And it's well like the dance world as well. Like her dancers, like they're like, oh my gosh, if we book an Erica gig, like <laughs> she, it's, she just like, we stayed where she stayed and we went to, out to eat where she went out. And like, she really, and she paid like, you know, the right wages, like for people around her. She really like wanted to like lift everybody up and. Tell us how much exactly. <laughs> so my day <laughs> We love Erica Jane. Oh my God, I love her so much. She's this the best. Great to hear. Wait, so I want to go back and just double click on the pivot from you're working with Kim, Chief Operating Officer. That was your last yeah. title there. Yeah. Ruling the world, traveling all over the, <laughs> yeah. literally traveling all literally. over the world all to different world. countries yeah. like every month. It felt like back then Kim traveled a lot. Oh but my now gosh. she's more of a shut in. Oh my gosh. We were <laughs> literally probably, I, sometimes I wouldn't, we wouldn't go home for a month. Right. And then, so you go from that and then now you've pivoted. And I, I mean, I know you're so humble, but let me just toot your own horn. You've mm-hmm. now built this crazy brand and platform that's focused on really an eco-conscious lifestyle. You're an, mm-hmm. a climate activist. You started something called Future Earth, which I think everyone follows already. But if you haven't, like, hello, people, get on it. It's incredible. Thank you. And two months ago, I almost had a nervous breakdown as I'm flicking through Instagram and you had Joe Biden. You were interviewing Joe Biden on your Instagram. So like, we holy shit, you. this is like such, and it's it's crazy because I think people who are successful don't feel like they're successful because it's taken so many little steps to get there. But when you kind of look, look back and have this kind of retrospective, you're like, 
how did I go from here to there in eight months? And like, we want to know. Emergency contact wants to know. Yeah. Steph's Steph's the type, like if you pan out right now to where her office is, you pan out, Kamala Harris is there. (laughs) 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 She's so nonchalant about it. (laughs) I don't know. I, I, you know what? It's like, I guess when you put it like that, I don't, I need to do some more reflecting and, and really look at that to have, you know, come from humble beginnings, I guess, if you call it where I'm from and and to actually make it out here, it's really hard in LA. It's really, really hard to get your footing even, let alone have any kind of success. And I just, but you know, we've had these conversations. It's hard when, you know, you're relating your success to like the biggest thing of all time. You know what I mean? The mothership, the mothership. The mothership, mothership. (laughs) yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I don't know, I just... Maybe I've just gotten really lucky. I've worked really hard. Like I, I when I was with Kim, I really, I worked really, really hard. Um, and the sacrifices you make to, for your personal life, yeah, and just no personal, everything, totally. Like what do you? Yeah, there was nothing. Yeah, it wasn't until I left, and it wasn't until I kind of was like in my late twenties where I kind of started to have that return of Saturn, where I was like, hmm, maybe I should think about my own life for once, you know. Un- it's unreal. Now I need to double click on Jen Atkin because you're, it's a similar story with Miss Jen Atkin. You, Jen, grew up in Utah and Hawaii and moved to LA when you were 18 or 19 years old. I moved to LA with Erica Jane when I was 18. <laughs> <laughs> and then how do you go from moving to LA and not knowing anyone, because most people in Hollywood are in entertainment, and I know these are all cliche expressions, but they at least have a foot in the door. But how do you go from being a 19-year-old Jen Atkin, who I guess is an aspiring hairstylist, to being, and I'm quoting the New York Times here, the most influential hairstylist in the world? That was the headline that the New York Times ran, which is just I mean, it's astonishing. It's like you can't even like understand for the New York Times to say that is just on another level. Totally. Right. Crazy. Well, go ahead, <laughs> so Jen. How do, you, how, do you, how do you go from Little Caesars in St. George, Utah <laughs> to the New York Times? You suck a lot of dick. <laughs> right, 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 right. Let's just be honest. Let's just, yeah, yeah, for you sure. You just, just <laughs> the fallback. Um, <laughs> Simon, you're a bad influence on me. Um, I have to say, like, I just finished writing my book called Blowing My Way to the Top. <laughs> so there you have it. And there you have it. There you you have know, it. I just, yeah, I started working in a salon as a receptionist. And from there, I became a salon manager, kind of learned like the ins and outs, had no money, one friend, Honda <laughs> Civic hatchback, um, and just really like watched all of these amazing creatives and noticed there were no women in hairstyling that were like, mainstream there was like sally hirschberger and then you can name probably 20 or 30 male hairstylists so i just really like i partied a lot and you've always had the hustle too though you have the hustle i have the hustle yeah i have the hustle i have always been like this like i like to see how many things i can get done in a day but anyhow moved to la discovered gay men which i didn't know existed (laughs) (laughs) And I was raised by like gay wolves in a hair salon and the rest is history. And then I met Kim, I met Kim Kardashian at Lorraine Schwartz's uh, like Emmy suite. 
And then I, uh, that changed my life completely, you know, working with, with the family and yeah, I, it's crazy. I just, a lot of work. And I remember 2014, 2015, we were at the Sunset Tower Hotel. I don't know if you remember with Chrissy Teigen and we were talking about your new hair care brand and you had just gotten samples back from your chemists. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, you're doing hair care. You're like, I'm, yeah, I'm doing hair care. And I was like, is that a good idea? You're like, I think so. And now, I mean, <laughs> clearly for those of you out there who cannot see video, which is all of you, Jen is in her massive conference room. in LA being the proper CEO that she is. Right. No joke. By the way, I can see from my office, this is like a full circle story. I can see the Chase Bank that I used to rush to on payday to go and like put my money in before I got overdraft fees. Cause like that, that whole thing is- That's Shakespearean almost. It's so crazy. (laughs) Yes. Um, What was your question? (laughs) I think my question was just like how, like what was the drive, what has been the drive to push you forward? And like, what's, what is your North Star? Oh, like how did I go? Right. We were talking about how I said I was going to do, it's so funny. Steph remembers when I said I was going to do a hair care brand. I think I, from working with Jessica Alba and being friends with like Catherine Power of Click Media Group and seeing, you know, so many of my friends, whether it was in like the digital media space or in consumer product goods, like I sell my clients and friends like Kim and, you know, the whole family. I eavesdropped on enough Kris Jenner phone calls (laughs) to kind of put two and two together. And I watched Chrissy, you know, create her amazing brand from being a model. And like, it was just this like moment where all the, we were in this like female empowerment moment and we were all cheering each other on. And so I, yeah, I, it was my dream to create a hair care line. And I saw a white space in the marketplace and just pulled my money out of savings, got an investor and prayed that, you know, it was going to work out. I remember when you told me it, it was like before you'd even like I signed a paper or something. You were like, I think I'm going to do this. It's, I think we're going to call it this. You can't tell anyone. We have a picture from it. We were in the Hamptons on a trip with the family and I just remember being like, oh, this is such a good idea. Like, fuck, she's going to kill it. Like, I just knew. And you are just so like, you're so fiery that I was like, this is, she, there's no way that this isn't going to be a full success. You are very inspiring to be around. Like, if I was a young entrepreneur, I'd want to spend a day with Jen Akin because you oh, are a person that like encourages other people to follow their oh dreams, which I think is, yeah, which is your superpower. Yeah. hundred percent. You know what? We've got one life to live, you know? And to be honest with you, the fuel that's been under me is just, I don't, didn't want to go back to the Mormon compound. <laughs> That'll so, do it. That'll do it. <laughs> whatever it took. <laughs> and as each other's emergency context, do you guys like swap business information? Like, are you guys, do you guys give each other tips and tidbits? Are you sounding boards for each other? If our DMs ever leaked. Oh, well, we're getting we're getting to that portion of the show in a minute. So can't wait. <laughs> if, our, if our DMs ever leaked, it would be the end of empires and careers, <laughs> marriages, relationships, for sure. No, we, we talk about, like we talk about everything, you know, from and all like all sometimes I'll we'll be like DMing about one thing. Like she'll be forwarding me an email about something else political. Then we'll be like texting about our dogs, like all in like the span of the same five minutes. 
Totally. That's the best way to describe it. Like <laughs> always on, always on communications, constant so, contact. That's yeah. what Simon and I like constant to call contact. constant yes. contact, yes. right? Yes. Simon never ends a phone call without the two words, constant contact. It's amazing. <laughs> and he means he, it. Yeah, I do mean it. I do mean it. <laughs> so funny. Okay. Now is a really important time. We need to talk about Judy. Okay, mm. MG Washington. We do. Judy is an emergency preparedness brand founded by myself and my co-founder, Josh. And it is something that over the last year, we have all seen how important it is to be prepared for all emergencies, whether it's an emergency in your home, a domestic emergency, or these high consequence emergencies. Now is the time to be prepared. You need the supplies, you need the tools, and most importantly, you need the education of what to do when an emergency strikes. For example, Melissa, do you know what to do in the middle of the night if you have a fire in your home? Oh my God, I have absolutely no idea. I feel so unprepared, but but I know I have a Judy. I have a Judy and I know where it is. So I can tell you that's the first thing I'm gonna grab in the event of any emergency, including fire, but something tells me I should get outside. <laughs> no, you should 100% get outside, but practicing right. those drills with your family is so important. And that's what Judy's all about. It's the tools and the information to be prepared. And Judy, like what I love about Judy is it makes it stress-free and headache-free to be prepared for all emergencies. It's such a no-brainer. We spend hundreds of dollars on beauty products, on wellness products to make us feel better, yet we spend no time and no money and no resources on things that could quite literally save our life. So whether you buy a Judy or make your own emergency kit, it is so important to be prepared for emergencies. But can I add to that? Somebody who is so anti-clutter, like to the point of neuroses, Judy is my dream product because everything is so tidy. Everything has its place. Even the box is like chic and tidy and visible, right? In a basement, it's definitely going to stick out because I don't know about you, but everything in my basement is like gray. Yeah. So the Judy being bright orange is perfect. And I love all the products in there. Sometimes I open the Judy. I'm not even kidding, Sai, when I'm in the basement and I'm like, this is so well designed. Like I might go thank down you. in flames just appreciating the design aesthetic of Judy. No, thank you. But it you. won't be your fault. Thank you so much. We basically Marie Kondoified the Judy system. Yes. Because when you yes. need a hand crank radio and you need your first aid kit, it's got to be organized. You have to know where it, it is. It has to be in one place. You can't run around the house. What are you, crazy? I, you don't know where anything is. It needs to be in the Judy. It's perfect, perfect, perfect. You need and it. And for Everyone our listeners, thank you. For our listeners, we have a special discount because we love you and we care about you and so does Judy. Yep. Tell us, Melissa, what's happening with this discount? So when you go to judy.co forward slash EC and use the promo code JudyEC, you get 15% off your Judy kit. I mean- Guys, what do we have to do? We have to, we have to hand deliver this with white gloves. Get the Judy. That's right. Um, so the next part of the show, Melissa's going to spearhead. It's called Hot Seat. So guys, this is also the first time that I'm doing this section. I got a promotion. So, <laughs> <laughs> so bear with me. No. Okay. So we're going to, so Jen, we asked Steph a few questions about you and we're going to see if they match up. So. Sorry. Um, what do I win? What's the grand Oh, price? we'll get to that at the end. We'll get to that at the end. So Jen, what habit does Steph have that annoys you the most? What annoys me about her? I would say, oof, how she steals my husband as a photographer and he takes all these photos of her and never takes any photos of me. That's one. Okay. Uh, no, I'm going to say maybe she would say... Oh God, this is really hard. Um, 
she doesn't ever no I don't want to say anything about not talking about her dog because I do love her dog <laughs> no you're I, right I would I would say it's the Mike thing like it really bugs me how Mike's I, always get that but it is not that Steph said not being confident or not cutting my hair which I love <laughs> A little, a little deep, a little surface. She's like, I have confidence and I need a trim. So that, Honestly. That was her answer. No, literally, it is the hair. Yes. Yeah. No, ah. I, I, that was a good, that was, that was a good But one. you do always, yeah. You do. Yeah, my biggest pet, my biggest pet peeve is that this girl has the most long, luxurious, gorgeous locks that yep. are a little too long and she wears it in a sleek center bun every day. Mm, right, right, right. Um, okay. Is your, is your hair wearing you or are you wearing (laughs) every day? She's like, it's a little long. It's a little long. Right. I'm like, yeah, still long. Now the next one is Jen. What is your biggest pet peeve? This one's good. Steph killed it on this one. My biggest pet peeve. There's so many. I'm like Larry David. Right, right. No, same. I I literally can hear her saying, you know, my biggest pet peeve. (laughs) (laughs) peeve. (laughs) I hate it when people ask for advice and don't listen to it. Ooh, that's Ooh, a good one. I also hate that, but that is not what Steph said. Steph said, when people send flowers instead of donating to charity, which we love, and, um, oh, sorry, like for a birthday, when people send flowers for a birthday instead of donating to charity, and this one resonated with me, messy bagels with seeds, which I love. <laughs> Who? Who eats that? And where did all the seeds go? Right. And I why? I hate it so much. And you go to the bagel shop and they're everywhere. Yeah. Like, you can't get it. It's like oppressive. Yeah, I agree. Why do we need to make... I don't get it. Yeah. Both of those things. Yes. Okay. Now, what product can you, Jen, what product can you not live without? Like, you know, you know what I would say for this. Yeah. Ripple, ripple. No, not milk. me. <laughs> no, sorry, Jen. Like, what can you not live without? This is Steph's guess on what you would say about but what I, you can not live without. But this is like so broad. Like, I said something that like, I just know you are obsessed with and like. Well, and, and also the, the more frivolous, the better. Yeah, the give more me a frivolous. Hint. Hmm, a hint. I actually don't know what the second one is, but because I'm not a like. Because you're Dog old and like your body hurts. But yeah. Oh my yeah. God, my Theragun. Yes, girl, your Theragun. Yes. She said your Theragun or your salon pause. <laughs> by, like, the I don't way, even... by the way, Chris Jenner turned me on to salon pause, okay? What They're is this? Thing. I want to know what's a salon pause? They're these patches you get at like CVS. And when you have like a sore muscle or sore neck, you oh. just put the salon paws on and it's like, it's like icy hot, but in a patch. Why it's do they genius. call it Always salon paws? Salon paws. She's like, do you need a salon paws? I'm like, Oh my no. God. Do they come in like full body format? Okay. I'm I sorry. But when you, I, when you fly as much as I used to fly it, come on. I, no, I, I travel it. with salon paws in my purse all the time. <laughs> okay. This one is, you know, might be a little, a little provocative, but what is your most memorable Sucky argument? Dick. what is your most memorable argument um I would say most memorable argument we had I one time I think made her feel really bad because she was I remember you came to my other house my last house and you came over and you were asking for advice on something I have the worst memory you guys but you were asking me advice on something and I was giving you some very like tough love advice you made me cry yeah yeah and I made her cry 
So I that's remember. probably the one I, I don't remember what it was about. I well, forgot. here's the good news, Jen. Here's the good news because Steph's answer was, I don't think we've ever had an argument. <laughs> <laughs> so it obviously didn't stick with her. I think Nicely I like blocked it out because I was so upset. I probably called Simon about it. Was like, Jen told me that I have to do this, and I don't know what to do. Yeah, so, but also I'm the one that yelled at you for so. I yell at you all the time to just like yeah. she's got the idea, she's got the vision there, and I'm always the one that's like just like pushing, pushing, pushing. Well, yeah. you're welcome, guys, for for us digging that up for you. Thank that you. emotional. <laughs> Thank you. Um, what is your hands down favorite trip that you've taken together? Oh, for sure. Monteverdi, I think. Tuscany. Really? Or Siena. Okay, so Steph said we've taken so many around the world, which it sounds like, but I think probably most recently our trip to Santa Barbara Beach, no working, no events, just games and conversation and puppies and so much laughing. I mean, like a Hallmark trip. The beach club was so fun. It was such a weird house, but we laughed so hard that week. And (laughs) yeah, I've never laughed that hard. It was just like, it was so nice. Yeah, it was a perfect group of people. And it was just like left and right zingers and just laughing till you pee every oh, dinner, yeah. every night. It, it was really fun. <laughs> we love it. Okay, now, Steph, it's your turn. So okay. we asked Jen some questions about you. The same um, questions or different no, questions? No, no, I have different ones. So oh. <laughs> what is one talent that Jen has that people would be shocked to know? Oh, what is one talent that Jen has? Oh my God. She's like, oh, she's so good at games. Is that what you said? That you're sort really of, there? sort of. Yeah. It she says wins every single game, no matter what it is under the sun, she will win. Okay. So it's in, that, it's in that vein. It says, I am so good. Jen's answer was, I am so good at name that tune and can identify a song within the first few notes, which I love. Yeah. What she a really talent. Can. It's a talent. Um, yeah. Okay. What three famous people living or dead would you, Steph, want at your fantasy dinner party? I know it's hard because it's three people. So, but. but alive or dead? Alive or dead? Okay, um, Meghan Markle. <gasps> um, <laughs> are we gonna go full royal and say like Princess Anne or like? I love your obsession with the royal family. No, keep going. I'm- I'm sick about it. Okay. I can't. <laughs> Meanwhile, she hasn't watched The Crown, which is so weird. Oh my God, Stop. that's wild. What are you waiting it's for? It's so good. Loves the royals. Right, but... right. Like how much do you really no. love them? Okay. So you're saying, you're, are you saying Meghan Markle and Diana? I don't know. This is oh, really William hard. in there too. It is hard. It Just is I know. Three this... people, Steph. You're at two. I mean, like, I feel like you would say like Britney Spears, maybe. Oh my god! Oh okay. my god! What a party! You know what? <laughs> you are zero for three, Steph. The answer is for three. Zoe Kravitz. Yes. Zoe Chris- Kravitz. I was gonna say Zoe Kravitz next. I was gonna say <laughs> Zoe Kravitz. Oh, okay. We'll give you that one. Zoe Kravitz. Chris wait, Evans. Wait. Sorry. Oh. Oh wait. my god! <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. And the last one is the Queen herself. <laughs> speaking of royal families, Oprah. I was going to say all of those. Oh my God, but Steph, I was not going to say Chris girl. Evans. That's so embarrassing. I just, I just want to, I just want to point out that again, I won a game. <laughs> right. No, totally. You did. That counts. You got it right, Jen. Steph. Steph got it wrong, such, but you got it right. That's Steph, so that true. Is that's not it. embarrassing. Chris Evans, you're obsessed with Marvel. It's not from his dick pic. And we just it's saw his from, penis. Yeah. Also, yes. Thank you Unrelated. For that. prior to that it sounds like okay so if you Steph could only eat (laughs) one meal for the rest of your life what would it be 
Oh, I I didn't go full meal. Not meal. Okay, one thing, one thing. It can be anything, like any part of anything that you can ingest. Like weed? No, but I love that. No, no. Okay. You said I was, anything I could ingest. So well, like, oh. I was like, oh my God. You know what, guys? I'm giving this section back to you next interview. Okay. It's I will say it's you a dessert. Eat- okay, Steph. It's a dessert. Oh, s'mores. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> No, Jen said it's this pear and chocolate dessert by Chef Philippe. Oh my God. <laughs> Honestly, that is my favorite dessert. It's my, so Jen, my I'm other giving you that answer, one. My other answer was going to be Chris Evans. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Okay, so Steph, besides your phone, what's one material item that you would choose to bring on a deserted island? Can I choose my dog? Or it's like uh, a material thing. You can, but you'd be wrong. One material <laughs> item. One material item, right? Yeah. Can you give me a hint as to what she said so I can get one right? Okay. Yes, for sure. It is a, it involves a show. Like a series, a TV. Oh my God, a TV series. <laughs> you want me to bring CNN to the- <laughs> Oh my God. That is such, that's so on brand for you, stuff. I love don't that. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. I know okay. what it is. Okay. Chop Jr. Mm. Oh, it's a good not, one too. I, not close, but a DVD of Sex in the City. I knew it. I knew it was Sex in the City. I right, knew right. you were going to say Sex in the City, but we love <laughs> Chop Jr. And yeah. I put her on to Chop Jr. It is such a good show. I no, I love it really after good. every wrong answer that Steph gets. She's like, I actually knew <laughs> that. Like, I actually knew that, but like, didn't say it, but she knew I it. I know, no, which I love. In my head, I, I get stuck. nervous for these things. I feel like a lot of anxiety right now. I know. Well, don't worry. There's only one more. Um, okay, so in the so the last question, Steph, is if you guys had a theme song, what would it be? Oh God, I know there's a billion songs in music. It's like (laughs) (laughs) Simon, you will appreciate this. She told me the other day that I'm just a walking 80s playlist. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know any of the like it's just like these weird, like white. 80s bands that are like so this is more late 90s early 2000s she also likes all of that like i don't know oh my god the okay steph i'm feeling for you right now i can feel your anxiety through zoom i'm gonna give you a hint it's a canadian artist like a canadian singer think canada think like songs that we love think that like celine dion yes Okay, so it would be Celine Dion all coming back to me. All coming back, all coming back. Okay, yeah, we love you Celine. You, we totally love re- Celine. you totally redeemed yourself on that one. God, do I even know you? We need to like, we need to practice. You like, should have studied before the podcast. Right, right. No, but I'm glad you, it's it's so much more fun to hear like what people thought it would be, et cetera. So, so funny. I still can't get over that you said Chris Evans to the dinner party. Wow. <laughs> that was a good one. We're going to move into the next section, which we touched on earlier, which I love is my favorite. It's called receipts. And this is the part of the podcast where we ask you guys to share with us either your most recent DM or your most recent text exchange, whichever is more incriminating is the one we're after. With each other. Yeah. Yeah. With each other. Sorry. With each other. Okay. Um, Jen's looking at stuff like <laughs> trying to send you like, I don't know, Morse code. No, with I'm actually, no, no, I'm actually texting her right now. Oh my telling, God. Some I'm texting her the NDA that she signed when we <laughs> first became friends. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Wait, I'm so glad that you sent other things after the last DM that you sent me because I would hate to have to say the one. 
Oh my God. Let me look it up. Hold on. Can we get that? (laughs) I know. Oh, damn. (laughs) We got some good ones in here. (laughs) Let's just say. You pick. um, Because it goes goes back pretty. Well, I think this is pretty funny. Because it's it's mean, but it's nice. (laughs) Steph had had texted me. She needs to she needs to chill on the snow app. She's so pretty naturally. <laughs> right. That we love that. Oh, little, you're right, Jen. It's a little nice. It's a little mean. We love it. You guys, it really is so manic in our DMs. I'm realizing it's like All over no, your no, your boobs look great. Yeah. <laughs> and then it and then it goes into make sure that you're using the right candles because they're toxic. Yeah. Right. Of course. It's all over the place for sure. So the next part, and this is the last part of emergency contact, is the Judy preparedness quiz. And we always choose a category or a theme. And because you guys have spent a ton of time in Santa Barbara and you're currently in Montecito, we're choosing floods and mudslides. So Mm -hmm. the questions that we're going to answer or ask you, you can respond um, true or false or multiple choice, and you guys can talk to each other about it first. So you should be in unison with your answer. Okay. First question, flooding can be caused by the following. A, spring thawing and heavy rains. B, mud flows. C, flash floods. D, all of the above. D, all of the above. I'm going to say D also. Okay, correct. True or false, a car can be swept away in as little as two feet of flood water. True. True. Two feet? Is it true? Yeah. It is true. Okay, true. True. More than half of all flood-loaded drownings occur when a vehicle is driven into floodwaters, which is why FEMA has this big PSA called turn around and don't drown. So never take your car through floodwater. Good to know. Turn around. <laughs> exactly. That's her music choice. Her Exhibit A. Yes. True or false, 90% of all U.S. natural disasters declared by the president involve some sort of flooding. False. Answer is true. Oh, really? Floods are the most widespread natural disaster aside from wildfires. Yeah, because you wow. think like hurricanes, I guess, and then like mudslides and right. Yep. Torrential downpour. During a flood, you should not do one of these things. A, go to the highest possible elevation. B, wash your skin ASAP if it comes in contact with flood water. C, stay off of bridges. D, cross a flood stream if it's seven inches high. Wait, a. you should not do any of these things? You should not. You definitely should go to your roof. You definitely right. should wash yourself if you come in contact with flood water because it could be contaminated. Yes. Really? What was C? C is stay off of bridges. I mean, I guess. What's D? What's D? D, D cross a flood stream if it's only seven inches high. No, so I'm you, shouldn't s- walk, you shouldn't cross a flood stream. So D. D, that is correct. You should not cross any flood wow. stream that is higher than six inches. So six inches, the, the learning here is six inches of water can actually sweep you away, which is not that much. I mean, hello, six inches, yeah. Chris Evans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a little more credit than that. Wait, but that's <laughs> such niche knowledge. Steph, I can't believe you just like knew She's that. She's a Judy. That's She's a secret Judy. to me. Yeah. 
I'm a Girl Scout. I didn't know the thing about washing your skin when you were like, you definitely shouldn't wash your skin. I mean, that's like, crazy. You think about it, like the flood water breaks the pipes and the sewage and the contamination. It's yeah. like, see, this really is why I'm, this is why I'm friends with Steph because I'd be out there like, oh, I'm so thirsty. <laughs> right. Same, same. No, you're so handy to have as an EC. Okay. Okay. Which of the following is a warning sign of a landslide? A, leaning trees, B, water coming through the ground in new places, C, tilting utility poles, D, doors or windows that stick or jam for the first time, E, all of the above. Uh, E, all the above. Okay, correct. Oh my God, you guys, head of the class. This is, yeah, this is, you guys, this is the best performance we've seen to date here on Emergency Contact. We don't, we don't know each other, but we know (laughs) natural disasters. (laughs) Okay, true or false? There are some regions in the United States who are safe from flooding. True. False. All 50 states are subject to floods. No way. Yes. We interrupt this for Judy, prepared to die. (laughs) (laughs) Right, exactly. So you're all at risk. Okay, so this one is shocking. The fastest mudslide ever recorded was A, 50 miles per hour. B, 123 miles per hour, C, 168 miles per hour, or D, 300 miles per hour? I'm going to say B. Okay. I have no idea. Okay. Um, Well, the answer is C, 168 (laughs) miles per hour. That's so fucking fast. Fast. So fast. I know. Montecito. Okay. Flash fuds develop in as little as A, six hours and under, B, two hours and under, C, 10 minutes and under, or D, none of the above. Probably C. They're quick. C. C. So that's a big myth. It's actually A, six hours and under. So no. this is the this is what happens. People, there's a torrential downpour. They go outside. They're minding their business. Six hours later, the flash flood arrives. How is that possible if we've got some 160 miles... It can accumulate in a stream and then break through the barrier. Gotcha. Okay, this is the last one. You guys are still like acing this though. True or false, floods can cause something called a flood wave. True. 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 Flash floods can trigger a wall of water up to 20 feet high. Good job, guys. No, you guys don't know each other, but no preparedness so well. You guys work for Judy Judy now. You always have Judy to fall back on. Judy, we're all at risk. <laughs> exactly. Yes. This was so fun. You guys were amazing. And Thanks for having us. Thanks, Thank you, guys. guys. We love you guys. This is so fun. And so Steph, fun. Steph, let's spend more time together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get to, you know what, guys? We're going to leave you with this closing thought. You should really get to know each other. <laughs> <laughs>